Welcome to the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the future of farming, food, and nutrition. I'm joined today by Alltech research scientist Dr. Ann Kuntz to discuss organic trace minerals in beef cattle. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. So, Ann, trace minerals, are they that secret weapon in our feed that everyone is knows they exist, but don't, we don't fully understand what they do. So I, I think we've, we've always known the importance of trace minerals, but what we're really seeing with, with new research that's coming out is we're, we're diving into things that we didn't know they were doing for us, and we're seeing some benefits and, and really putting data to those benefits and, and understanding them a bit better. So when you're talking about the benefits, what are the minerals specifically that we're talking about, and, and tell me about some of the benefits that they're providing to our animals. Right. So when we're talking trace minerals, we're really talking about things like zinc, copper, cobalt, selenium, th- those minerals that are in very small amounts in our feeds. And so they get a little bit overlooked. We all sort of toss them in, but but really understanding the levels and the, the forms that are important um, is, is something new. And what we see with trace minerals is, is we've always known that you have to have them there at a certain level. Um, and especially in beef cattle, we've sort of gone, well, there's trace minerals in the grass, so I'm not going to worry about it too much. Um, but there's a lot of surveys that are showing that trace minerals in the grass are actually at levels that aren't sufficient to really promote the benefits we know that, that trace minerals are important for. So immunity, health, metabolism, um, and reproduction, which is really what uh, I've, I've focused on recently. Um, so when it comes to reproduction, we know that low amounts of trace minerals in, our, in the diets of our cattle can cause problems in both uh, the bulls as well as the cows. And when we're talking about cows, we're, looking, we're, we're seeing issues like like lower fertility, lower um, pregnancy maintenance rates aren't as good. We, we get good conception rates, but it's that maintenance of pregnancy that we're finding if we, if we focus on the minerals, we actually get better pregnancy maintenance. So you're saying that when you're looking at different animals in the sense of calves versus mama cows versus your bulls, you really have to take that into consideration when you're looking at applying trace minerals minerals to the feed. So ab- absolutely, absolutely. All of your animals are going to need trace minerals, um, but the, the levels and the amounts of, uh, they need are going to vary depending on their, their, their life stage. Um, and especially when you're talking about your cows, they're going to need different levels of minerals when they're pregnant than when they're lactating and then when, when they're dry and sort of waiting for that next uh, calf to, to come to the ground. So th- they, their mineral needs fluctuate um, and we need to take that into account, but always be aware that they, they do need minerals pretty much all the time. <laughs> How does Altex organic trace minerals of Bioplex and Cellplex hold up in the gut in regards to stability, and how are they used in the different animals, uh, like you're talking about different stages of life or production? So this is another one of those areas that's sort of cutting edge, and, and we're really starting to see some new things coming out here. And, and the stability area is really interesting. What we're finding is that both in premix situations as well as in the gut of the animals, organic minerals hold their form and shape far better than inorganic minerals. So inorganic minerals are bound to generally some sort of an an ion. And once they hit the gut, they break apart from that ion, and then they have the ability to to bind other things. And so they can bind up important parts of your diet or other minerals so they're no longer available to to the animal. And so the nutrition ultimately becomes less in, in that diet. But with the organic minerals, they don't break apart and rebind and that sort of thing. And so they're 
they're more stable and they're more available. Um, and when we really look at the availability as far as the bioavailability, what we find is that organic minerals can be as much as 130 to 200 percent more available than a sulfate form and even more than that from an oxide form of a mineral. Um, so we're able to use organic minerals at lower levels in the diet but get the same benefits or use them at the same level and get higher benefits when we might be addressing a subclinical deficiency where we've, we didn't realize we had a deficiency because we didn't see any outside outward effects of it, but the animal has the ability to respond to that slightly more available or, or slightly higher level of mineral in the diet. So how is this used on the farm and how are farmers embracing this transition possibly from using inorganic, which I know has been used for years, to the organic minerals and more natural solutions in their uh, production? So the, the feedback from farmers has been incredibly positive and it mirrors what we've seen in research. So we've had research on this um, from the early 90s in bits and pieces where we did larger scale research looking at other issues, but we just happened to collect a little bit of reproductive data on the side. And um, starting about a year and a half ago, I started pulling out those bits and pieces of reproductive data and, and putting them all together in a response to a question from we had from our sales team. And what we found is that we, we could do this consistently through all these sort of bits and pieces of trials over the last 30 years. Um, and and when, then when we took those bits and pieces and said, this is what we've been able to do with reproduction as far as increasing calving rates, increasing pregnancy maintenance, and ultimately affecting calf production from the cows that were fed those organic trace minerals um, with higher weaning weights and higher, uh, higher feed-like weight grains, um, that, was, that was quite exciting to our sales team and to our customers. And when we took it out into the field to the customers, the customers are reporting back exactly the same things we saw in university research trials. Um, so they're reporting back higher pregnancy rates, uh, higher conception rates to AI. Um, they're reporting back uh, that their heifers are able are reaching puberty earlier, and so they're they're ultimately calving earlier in their lifespan. So we're we're shortening the non-productive time of these animals on the farm, and that that's very exciting for us, and it's very exciting for the consumers because anytime the animal's sort of not productive, if they're slow to cycle back during the breeding season and slow to get pregnant again, or if your heifers you know, aren't, aren't reaching maturity until later in their lives, you're feeding an animal that's not ultimately bringing you back any money on the farm. Um, so if we can shorten that time period that we're feeding unproductive animals, um, we're, we're saving farmers money. We're, we're ultimately, uh, you know, sort of getting closer to that, that beef production gold standard of one calf per cow per year. So saving money, healthier cattle, these are all things farmers are looking for when they're looking at feed, when they're looking at production. What are some other things that you believe as you continue your research you're going to find in using trace minerals? And, and, and not just using, we've, we've always used trace minerals, but using the organic trace minerals. And as you learn more about them, are there other things on the horizon that you're excited about or you think you're going to see? So, so there are some things I'm, I'm particularly excited and hoping to, to start looking at a bit more deeply. Um, so one of the things that keeps coming back to us is that within the beef industry, as I said before, we don't have an issue with conception rates. Our cattle are incredibly fertile. We get 95% or greater conception rates. What we do see as an issue is early pregnancy loss. So there, there's some data out of uh, Fort Keogh with Dr. Geary um, in Montana that says we lose 25% of those cattle that conceive lose pregnancy before 28 days. And so 
it's it's that very first bit where we didn't maybe quite realize they were pregnant, so we thought maybe they didn't conceive. But what he's saying is it's not the conception. It's that early pregnancy loss in the first 28 days. And so what some of the research we have at Alltech has shown is that we're getting better, better pregnancy rates from AI in beef cattle, and we're getting fewer services per conception in dairy cattle, which is the same way of looking at something, but but looking at it from a different angle. And so what I firmly believe is that those two numbers are showing us that we're getting better maintenance of pregnancy during that first 28 days. And so I'd really like to, to get a chance to dive deeper into that and really specifically look at that in some of our research. Um, the other thing that's particularly interesting to me going forward is taking this to some of our, our purebred and, and AI systems um, and looking at embryo flushing and embryo quality on the, that side of the beef industry. Um, we've got some, some very preliminary data there that uh, from, from, from the field where people have used this that shows we're getting better embryo quality, more transferable embryos and things like that out of these embryo flushing situations. Um, so I'd, I'd like to dive a bit deeper into that and see what we can do on that side as well. That's exciting. And I know that your area of specialty is with uh, beef cattle. And do you work with dairy cattle as well? I do. I do. I, I actually work with pretty much any species. Okay. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is this what you're learning from beef cattle and, and utilizing organic trace minerals in beef cattle? Are you also doing research or are there researchers at Alltech looking at this in other livestock? So there absolutely are. A lot of the research that I was able to find when I started looking into this and, and seeing what we already had in our databases came from the dairy industry. And so we, we've seen this consistently in the dairy industry. We've conceived this consistently in the beef industry. Um, and there are some indications that we see something very similar in swine industry. Poultry a little bit funny because eggs are a bit different than, than a pregnancy. Um, but, but on the pig industry, what we're really seeing is that we're getting um, heavier birth weights, we're getting more pigs per litter, and those pigs are thriving more after birth when the sows are fed Bioplex minerals. Trace minerals, maybe not a secret weapon per se, since we've always used them, but maybe it's the organic and natural direction that is something that's going to make a difference to producers down the road. I think that's accurate. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Anne. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. This was Dr. Ann Kuntz, Alltech Research Scientist. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. For show notes and more episodes, visit alltech.com forward slash agfuture. future.